The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, already a know. podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, Gangster Rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Jada Pinkett Smith, and this is the Red Table Talk Podcast. All your favorite episodes from the Facebook Watch Show in audio. Produced by Westbrook Audio and iHeartRadio. Please don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. On this Red Table Talk, I'm asked a lot, was there infidelity in your relationship with Will? World-renowned couple therapist Esther Perel comes to the Red Table. So you've been really instrumental in my marriage. Every relationship has a scorecard. And when this thing happens, the scorecard gets revisited. In the circumstances where I was the cheater, I was always looking for something. Yes. Plus, our RTT family opens up. Sometimes you just don't know what's wrong with you. All right, girl. Girl, girl. girl <laughs> we got girl. our girl, Estelle yes. Perel, yes. here today to talk about infidelity. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a good one. It is going to be a good one. It Once you start engaging yeah. in relationships, in romantic relationships, yeah. you either at some point in time are going to cheat or have been cheated on. Absolutely. You'll be in either one of those positions or both. Yes. And I've been on both sides. And so have I. I had a really interesting experience when I was younger. I had two relationships before Will mm-hmm. that were kind of serious to me, where I got cheated on, which really broke my heart. Mm-hmm. And then I cheated on somebody that I really cared about. And I have to tell you, me cheating on someone was more devastating than me being cheated on. Really? Yes, it actually taught me to forgive 
okay. when I got cheated on because I understood. And what I understood most is that it didn't have anything to do with me. Mm. Because when I had to look at myself and understand why I did it, right, I realized it had absolutely nothing to do with, with my partner at all. When I look over my history mm -hmm. of relationships, I would always say, oh, I'm a one man woman. Right. And then I would look over. <laughs> Be like, wait a minute, hold it. Is my that relationships, like particularly when I took my fourth step <laughs> in my recovery process, I was like, uh, no, you're not, Missy. Right, right. No, you're not. Right. You know, so like I said, I've, I've been on both sides of it. But what I also recognized, too, was like, even when my relationships failed, mm -hmm. typically it was not over that. Got it. Like, I never got cheated on and felt like, oh, I'm out. Yeah, no. I'm not tolerating that, you know, which yeah. is what, you, what I constantly tell myself in my head. Oh, if he ever. Right. All of that. Yeah. Until but at the you end of the there, day, until you get there, you really don't you know what you're going to do. You don't know what you're going to do. Right. I found that, you know, in the circumstances where I was the cheater, I was always looking for, for something, something yes. else, that there was something lacking in the relationship. And not that it was, not that I'm blaming the other partner, I'm not doing that. But yeah, I just don't feel like I was just out here, you know, trying to hurt people and just being messy. Right. So we got somebody here today that I am so excited yes. to be talking to. We've been trying to get this woman to the table forever. Since the beginning of our show, her insights are just powerful yeah. and um, deep and progressive. Um, Thought-provoking. Thought-provoking. Like... And she's been really instrumental in my marriage mm -hmm. uh, to Will. Will, he introduced mating in captivity to me, and then I introduced the state of affairs to, to him. him. Yeah. yeah. And we are her biggest fans, and you are now her big fan, yes, too. Yes, I am. Esther Perel is a world-renowned psychotherapist who specializes in marriage and infidelity. She is the author of two best-selling books. We have read them cover to cover. Her groundbreaking podcasts are making headlines. And as a couples counselor for over 30 years, her unconventional insight has helped thousands of couples. Oh my goodness. Hello, hello. <laughs> so wonderful to see you. Thank you. We're so excited to have you so here. I actually think you've had conversations with Will, haven't you? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But I didn't know if you know. Yes, I did. Yeah, no, no, no. This confidential. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Definitely, he shared that with me for sure. That's right, because you are a yes, I have a cool. Yes. So the latest stats that I've heard is that 57 percent of men and 54 percent of women have cheated on their partners. Can you tell us why? The typical view has always been, well, because there's something missing in the relationship, because they're unhappy, they're miserable, they're lonely, they're depressed, they're once a cheater, always a cheater, they have no morals, because they feel neglected, because right. there is indifference in the relationship. There is a myriad of discontents within relationships that may propel people to respond to the kindness of strangers. What are the alternatives of divorce? Everybody thinks that as soon as you find out there's an affair, you got to get a divorce. I am not of that persuasion right. because I think that there are many relational betrayals. 
yeah, contempt and yes. neglect yep. and violence yep. and indifference. And nobody tells people, get leave, a divorce, leave right. get mm-hmm. the hell out, get the hell out. And especially on women, it's the yeah. real new pressure. God forbid you still would love the person who actually you know, cheated on mm-hmm. you. Maybe that person is a lot of things and cheated on See, you. See, that's real talk. It's like the shame of staying, yeah. you know? Now that you can go, you got to get out. Right. I so relate to that because, you know, Me I'm too. asked a lot about, is there infidelity in your relationship with Will? And it's like, no. But there have been other betrayals right. of the heart that have been far bigger right. Right. than I could even think in regards to an infidelity situation. Mm -hmm. When you talk about contempt or resentment or what have you, neglect, it can just tear your world apart. So many of the people that I see have been faithful for decades. Mm -hmm. Right. And then one day they cross a line that they never thought they would cross. Right. You know, why would they risk losing everything Everything. that they built? For what? Right. You know, the idea is that if you have everything that you want at home, there should be no reason to go looking elsewhere. Hence, if you go looking elsewhere, there is something missing. Either it's in you, either it's in your partner, but there must be a deficiency somewhere. One person who cheats on another, a perpetrator and a victim, a good person and a bad person, and it's a lot more, more complex. Than that. And if you were more, whatever, smarter, taller, Joker, yep. thinner, richer, more powerful, more this, more that, it wouldn't have happened. It's not the case. Right. You might be married to someone who is just a innate adventurer. Mm-hmm. Like there's just certain kinds of desires within of that, that have nothing to do with you per se, right. but right. they are personal desires that need to be um, explored in right. some manner. And even if it's not necessary an exploration that lasts forever, it's an exploration that needs to happen to get through a passage of some kind. Mm-hmm. That is an important idea because specifically for me in regards to creating now, redefining my marriage as a life partnership mm-hmm. was the necessity of autonomy for myself and for Will, you know, and finding the core of us that wanted to be together outside of the constraints of the traditional ideas of marriage marriage. because they weren't working for us. We went on that journey of of that life partnership to find that autonomy and to find the true authentic bond outside of obligation. I don't want you to be obligated. What part of this is the part that you actually want? and the part that you want to be devoted to, and what part of it do I want and want to be devoted to outside of what we've been told we're supposed to be obligated to. What were you told you have to do? You know, you have to be a perfect wife. You have to be that source that supports his dreams, no matter what it is. Whatever he wants to build, you're there to support that. Our whole life looked like his dream. And the title for that you got was, I'm his muse, I'm his... Yeah, (laughs) basically, you know, I'm I'm his energy source. Mm -hmm. That's great, but but I've got to create part of this life that is designed and looks like me. And when you said that, did he, was he receptive or he felt abandoned? He felt abandoned at first. He felt really abandoned. Because if you take a little bit of autonomy, you may leave altogether. Exactly. And that's one of the reasons why I stayed in it the way I did for so long. Because I was so terrified. First of all, you never want to hurt the person that you love. I never want to create instability in that way. So I stayed in that position for so long because I just didn't, I didn't 
know how to say it. It mm -hmm. was one of those truths. When I say that the truths get deeper, mm -hmm. <laughs> that, was, that was a core truth that took years for me to just go, can't. But you just made a fantastic distinction. It's not the same staying in a marriage versus staying in a role right, right. within ah. this marriage. Yes, yes. You know, I have this way, I always think of relationships. For me, relationships are stories, right? So I think you pick a partner, you pick a story. Right. But then sometimes you find yourself recruited for a play that you didn't audition for. Exactly. Ah. And it's the role it that you role. want to change. Yes. And wow. people confuse changing the role with wanting to change the whole relationship and leave. Right. Not only did I want to change the role, but I wanted to change the play. And yes. once you change the life story, you can create a new love story. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's exactly what has occurred. Yeah. And it's been beautiful. But when I tell you, it has been one of the most excruciating processes of my life. I wanted to personally break out of Will needing to be something for me because I felt like it was so unfair. And a lot of it had to do with my father issues. Mm -hmm. I just realized one day, I was like, this man is not your father. Mm -hmm. He's not. Stop it. Or he's not meant to be everything your father was, was not. Was, exactly. Not. Ah. And that was the thing. And I was like, you got to grow up. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and sociopolitical factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s 
to its enduring impact today. Gangsta Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that Gangsta Rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangsta Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. But We Loved is a podcast about queer history. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught— a history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. be a woman. That little girl trauma does not work here. And that was the work I but had to do. But he must have, I mean, usually it takes two to tango. So if you... Oh, no, that's what I learned. Zone, right? Is that we, that's where we connected was our childhood traumas. Yeah, because he whole has thing, his own. Exactly. And in my codependency, I was like, don't you worry. I'll, I'll take all your feeling and emotion. You don't have to deal with that. I'll deal with that for you. Mm-hmm. And that was the secret contract that I had made with him. And then I had to make the decision. One of the most painful decisions was, I got to give that back to you. I can't do that for you any longer. Mm-hmm. And I can't ask you to do it for me. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to be in this thing together as individuals, and we're going to have to be real grown in this because right. it ain't working like this. We got to do our own work. But interestingly, when people do their own work, they're able to be more there for the other. Yes. I can be there for you because I'm not busy doing it from the the place that says I'll be the custodian of everything that you don't want to deal with. Yeah. And then be upset about it. Yes. And then ask you to reward me for it. That was Ah. it. That was the cycle right there. (laughs) That was my cycle. And then I went into martyrdom. And his will then be, look what I've done for you. You, You know? Every relationship has a scorecard. Yes. Right? What you've done, what you gave up, what I gave up, you know. And when this thing happens, the scorecard gets revisited. And it's a lot of things that I was willing to do for us 
just because that I know I'm not, you know, they right. never said, now we are going to redistribute, mm -hmm. you know, the needs yep. assessment mm -hmm. in our relationship, who gets what, when, what attention. No, I'm not okay anymore with your being out till 10 o'clock at night, every night, and me taking care of everything that the house looks so beautiful so you can be really proud of me and do absolutely not. C'est fini, as they say in French. <laughs> Basta. <laughs> Finito, right. you know. Because I think people don't really, I think, and you talk about it in the book, that people are afraid to even sit down and have Those the discussion. Right. right. You know, no, but we don't have the same ideas. After they have a crisis. Yes. yes. Not before. before. Right. No. And even like, and that's what, what it was it? in my case. It was after the fact that I had the discussion. I'm glad I did, but. Right. And what was your discussion? We went into a relationship with the automatic expectation that sexual exclusivity was expected. Mm. Like, this is how this is how it is. Right. When you're supposed to be getting married, you, you're sexually exclusive. You're not going to be having sex with other people. Right. You know? And I don't think people really talk about what, what is needed, what does it mean, what is being right. exclusive or not. But, you know, I think it's important to understand why is that conversation so difficult? Because right. I meet you. And I fall in love with you. And I think I have found the one. Mm -hmm. And the one means, especially since I'm not 18 these days in the West, I'm right. 28. So I've, had, I've been around. Now you are the one for whom I'm going to delete my apps. Mm -hmm. And you are going to fulfill every one of my needs. And how can I then say to you, in the same breath, I found the one. Let's talk about what would happen mm. if we had desires for others. What do we do with our sexuality? Can we have a sexual health conversations about boundaries, about desire, about fantasies, about past experiences, about trauma, about a lot of things? Yeah. No, we don't. Because the minute I tell you I want to talk about anything that isn't you, you're going to say, what's wrong with me? Right. Mm -hmm. you know, monogamy used to be one person for life. Right. Today, monogamy is one person at, at a time. time. Right. You know, so <laughs> right. I come to you. It's not like I have been exclusive. It's that, that for you, I will stop being with anybody else. That's mm. your importance now. You know, we live with a model. The romantic ideal is a tenacious model. Mm. And that model today is that, you know, I'm going to have with you everything that I was supposed to get in traditional marriage. You're going to be my co-parent and I'm going to have economic support and we're going to be partners. Mm -hmm. But on top of it, you're going to be my best friend. Yeah. And oh, you're going to be bet. my confidant. <laughs> yes. And you're going to be my passionate Everything. lover. And you're going to help me become the best version of myself. myself. <laughs> you know, I'm going to climb the Olympus with you. Right. You know, so when this happens, it becomes the ultimate betrayal. Yeah. It's always been painful, but today it has become the ultimate betrayal. It's the first time that we divorce because there is infidelity. At the time, people talked about exclusivity or monogamy. It pretty much was an economic imposition on women. Yeah. It had nothing to do with love. Right. It was yes. in order to know which are the children that I need to feed and who's going to get the cows when I die. Once we brought love into marriage and once we brought sex to love and we combined all of that with happiness... Now, when you cheat on me, it becomes a romantic crisis. It becomes an emotional betrayal. It's not just an economic betrayal. And now I start to think this whole thing that we created was a lie. 
Right. You know, it's a fraud. Yes. The 15 years we had together were just one big lie, as if everything you've therefore said is not true. Right. And it, the, the whole thing comes crumbling down. Right. Wow. So infidelity is a subject that comes up a lot with our viewers. Most of you want advice. So we're bringing our viewers into today's conversation. So first up is Whitney and Dennis from Nashville. Hey. Hi. Hello, hello. Welcome. Thank you for having us. So me and my husband have been together going on nine years. And about six years ago, I found out that he had had an affair. At first, I didn't forgive him because I just felt really broken. But I decided that I was going to work really hard because of how good we are as a family. I mean, he is a very good teammate. We have worked really hard. He's shaking his head yes next to you. <laughs> I've definitely you. worked hard. Yeah. Yes. But there are still times that he'll go out and I'll start to get anxiety. I'll get a little angry. Mm. Yeah, and it, it kind of upsets me, but, you know, I, I brought it upon myself. So I guess my question is, we've done all this work, but what else could we do to regain, like, 100% trust? The voice that you want him to be for you also exists inside of you. And it is a voice that says, normal that you get triggered. That's not unusual. But you also can, you can breathe, you can reassure yourself, you can remember what just happened two hours before that lets you know that you are in a completely different place from where you were. And you bring yourself on the solid ground so that you can also calm your nervous system and deal with the trigger and not feel completely at the mercy of him. Hey, Dennis, do you have any clarity or understanding on why you might have cheated? I don't. I think it's more of, hmm, do I still have it at my age? Right. accepted by, by other women, something like that. Yep, got it. That makes sense. The more you tell her that she lives inside of you in this beautiful way when you're not with her, yeah. and the less that she will only reach out to you when she's triggered because it will be replaced by a caring connection versus a fear-based connection. Yeah, caring yeah. versus fear. Fear-based. Yeah. yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You really want to know if you still have it? Show, Show her, her what you got. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. Real talk. Thank you so much, Whitney and Dennis. Yeah, thank we really appreciate you. you being here for us today. What would you say are the key elements in the healing and yeah, forgiveness well, process? process? Okay. The first thing I do need to know is that you care about the fact that you hurt me mm. and that you can show me the appropriate guilt and remorse and not that you tell me, I've already apologized, so what now? Do you want to bring it up again? Right. You know, how many times are we going to have to talk about this? No, how many times? Many, many, many times because you have just fractured my reality and everything that I thought was is no more and I'm trying to piece it back together and you need to do me the courtesy of answering the question even if I'm asking it to you 10 times. And that's that part person. of the healing process. That's crucial. You know, the old saying is that men are meant to be monogamous mm -hmm. and that women are meant to be monogamous. Oh, yeah. You hear that all the time. <laughs> yes. You that all yeah. the time. This idea that men want sex and women want love, we could look at it like that. But we could also say this. Men have historically and all over the world been given the permission to want sex. Right. Yeah. And through sex, they have to access every other emotional need that is usually denied to them. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. 
You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But We Loved is a podcast about queer history. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, your host. Growing up, I thought being gay was the worst thing I could ever be. The gay history I learned was tragic. Jerry had died of AIDS, and it's like, what is happening? It was survival. That's why it's called survival sex. But as I interviewed queer elders, I realized there was another history that I had never been taught— a history of courage and perseverance. I wanted to take control of my story and not be ashamed of it. And it was a history full of love. The joy we found in saying husband again and again and again was incredible. And while learning this new queer history from my elders, I realized they had so much wisdom to pass down. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. For My Heart Podcasts, I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and this is But We Loved. Listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality 
to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. It's the gate. Yes. Love, connection, intimacy, attention, tenderness, surrender, you name it. Sex is the only way that they can legitimately receive any of those things. So of course it looks like all he wants is sex, but it's a code for everything else that is usually forbidden. And women have received the language of love and intimacy. And so that's what she needs to use in order to access her desires, her sensuality, her sexuality. Got it. Next on Skype is Jennifer from the Bay Area and she has a question. Hey, Jennifer. How are you? What's on your mind? So me and my husband have been together for 12 years. Got it. About four years ago, we moved from the Bay Area to Las Vegas after he got laid off. A couple months later, I became depressed and I met a man at a bar and engaged in a one-month affair with him. I don't really understand why I did it. It really rocked our relationship. Right. So I need help understanding what he might be feeling so I can regain his trust. Tell me something. Did he find work again? Yes. Because this happened at a moment when he felt particularly vulnerable. And he felt that he had lost a lot of his value. What am I worth that I'm so easily replaceable that you can go and rock everything that we have with some dude? Like, who is this guy? You know, for that, you would destroy everything that we have built. Is that all I mean for you? It's a real crisis of meaning. Oh, oh, wow. Well, there it is, Jennifer. I got it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much (laughs) for sharing your story. You're welcome. Thank you. What have you found as the reason that women cheat? What they tell you all the time is it's not that I wanted to find another person. It's that I wanted to find another self. Right. Mm. It's not that I wanted to leave the person that I'm with. I have a great husband. He's a fantastic father, etc., etc. But I wanted to leave who I had become. Come, yeah. And relationships, committed relationships, marriage, family life, however beautiful it is, also sometimes can feel deadening, numbing, constraining, flattening, you know. And And I think we hear women talk about that all the time. Yeah, Lord knows I have. Yeah, you talk about how you lost yourself. That's right. I was a mother, I was a wife, I was taking care of his mother, I was taking care of my parents. This is the first time in I don't know how long that I did something that was just Just for for me. me. Okay, Renee is next on Skype. Hey, Renee. Hi! Welcome to the table. Hello, hello. Hi, Data. Thanks for having me on the show. I've been involved with a younger man for about three years. Uh, he was separated from his wife, started dating, and never did I ever imagine that I was going to be the other woman, but that's what, that's what happened. And then he decided that he was going to go back to his wife. <sighs> my heart felt like somebody just ripped it out of my chest. Yeah. We stopped dating, and I'm in love with him. Okay. Right. And I was just wondering, what should I do? Because he still wants to stay in touch with me. He texts and calls me all the time. The answer will be different if you ask his wife. Yeah. I don't think she would welcome you to stay as close to him when they are just trying to rebuild. It's going to be hard for you because you probably had hopes for more with him. Yeah. 
And so the idea that we're going to just stay friends, you can't, not yet. You're still, you know, a month ago, you were still hoping that maybe you would have a life with him. And for him, you know, if she finds out that he stays in touch with you, it's going to be a mess. At this right. moment, you need clear boundaries. Right. And that means okay. you need a lot of support. You need other people you reach out to, other friends who are there for you, because it's a loss. It's a big loss. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate all your advice. Wow. How would you define infidelity? I think that the heart of infidelity is the secrecy. Is the secrecy. The secrecy. Okay. Because you could have the same behavior in a negotiated, consensual way, right. and then Absolutely. it is a different story. Right. The center of infidelity is, is the, the fact secrecy. that there is a secret. Is the secrecy the aspect that creates the feeling yes. of betrayal yes. in people? Yes, and the Got violation it. of trust, and the lying, and the duplicity, and the crazy-making, and the gaslighting. Right. There's a secret. When you have a secret, it's like a mushroom. Right. So if you won't tell me where you've been between six and eight, then you stop telling me where you've been between four and six. Right. And this thing grows. Right. and takes on a life of its own and it lives there in the center of our life. And later, that's why you start to retell the whole story and say, but when this was happening and this was, was this at the same time? I mean, were we at the table and you were looking with your phone underneath while you were singing me happy birthday? Mm. I mean, what? Yeah. The secret, the fact that there's a whole other story going on in the midst of a place where I think... I know what's going on. on right. It's one thing to not know the future. It's another thing to question your entire past. Yeah, that's real talk. All right. Now we have Victoria's on Skype with a question. Hey, Victoria. Oh, how are you? I'm so good. Thank you for joining us today. What's on your mind? I was dating someone for three or four years. They were like my high school sweetheart. I thought we were gonna get married, everything. But I was actually waiting to get married to be with someone. So I had like a promise ring and everything. Aww. It got rocky after two years because I, like I said, I wanted to wait. I went out of town and apparently he didn't want to wait. Yeah. So he tells me that he had sex with this girl. I never understood why I was cheated on because I felt like I was like the best version of myself to this person. Even now it makes me emotional. I bet. Because sometimes you just don't know like what's wrong with you. And you're like, oh, like why, why am I not good enough for this person? Within about two months, three months, I started seeing someone else but you still have that memory in your head. Part of me just still feels like at any moment you could just cheat on me. I just want to feel okay and stop feeling so like insecure. Yeah. And the question is, what do you do when you've left a relationship and you meet somebody new, new and you carry the legacy right. of the previous wound into your relationship? I think it's very, very common. I mean, you, we carry so many legacies of, right. uh, and wounds from prior relationships. I think the most important thing is really to make a distinction between I can't trust you versus my trust was broken and I bring a vulnerability about that with me. Right, mm -hmm. right. I carry this. Right. And you need to know that. Mm. I'm not, and it's going to take some time for me to really let go of that and feel calm again and be in your arms and not start thinking. Right. And it's really about holding a lot of it. 
And it, it's one thing is to own it, and one thing is to project it onto the other person. Right. Thank you. That's real talk Why right there. The conversation about what are we going to do when we have these infidelities? How do we deal with lies? How do we deal with deception? How do we deal with roaming desires? How do we deal with sexual secrets, etc., right. etc.? Et has to become a part of, of any conversation. conversation. And that's the challenge to our RTT community, <laughs> to sit down and have these conversations, conversations. now yeah. with your partner because it could be life-changing to your relationship. Yes. Esther, thank We're you. Laughing. Thank you so Voila. much. This has been really fantastic. You have no idea. This has been a true thank blessing you. to a lot thank of you. us here. On the next Red Table Talk, Common, what was that moment that made you decide, I got to talk to somebody? Like, I was going through a pain. I had to get in the back seat to talk in private to the therapist, but I needed it right then and there. You've accomplished everything, but you're not a husband. I would like to be a husband. What's your ideal woman, Common? <laughs> Ladies, listen up. <laughs> I love Hey, RTT family, join our Red Table Talk group on Facebook. Become part of the conversation. To join the Red Table Talk family and become a part of the conversation, follow us at facebook.com slash redtabletalk. Thanks for listening to this episode of Red Table Talk podcast, produced by Facebook Watch, Westbrook Audio, and iHeartRadio. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steel, is every Thursday a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a die-in. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where 
anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.